Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The New Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning afternoon evening whenever you decide to listen to this thing billy devore and sitting across from me as always is yeah what's up it's me lee michael kimbrell one of the new nasty boys how are you doing nasty boys and girls out there across the whole wide world oh they're clapping two game losing streak ain't exciting but following off the heels of a five game win streak we're still in the hunt of it, you know. It, you know, could be worse, but it, I'm glad that you guys applauded like that because it's still a good time to be a Reds. Fan. Yeah, it's just the tale of 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 one week. I mean, of two weeks. Yeah, no, and it's know? so baseball is just one of those games where I mean, it can really. It's just drop of a hat, turn on a fucking dime, everything feels different. Right. Because after the Pirate series, we were like, oh well, I mean. I think we might just not lose the rest of the season. <laughs> Ever again. You know? I mean, it's so crazy. You're looking at the schedule as an optimistic Reds fan, and you're like, okay, we'll win that, we'll win that, we'll win that. And then at the end of it, you're like, we're not going to go 21-3 and three in the month of August. No. It's just not going to happen. I mean, maybe we are. I, uh, yeah, it would be, <laughs> I it'd mean, be really nice. It was... Um, it felt good to do exactly what we should have done against the P- uh, Pirates. The Pirates, the the Double A affiliate of Pittsburgh. Yeah, no shit. No, dude, it was that. But was I mean, a- like a full trouncing. Right, because that is not, you know, that is just since that is not a Cincinnati sports mo in general, where it's just like, oh, we clobbered who we were supposed take to take care of, clobber. who you should take care of. Right. Yeah, we always get in trouble because we like, you know, split it with the Pi- Pirates, and then we go and like sweep Philly. Right. And it's like, what are you doing? That's what? not how you do this. Mm-mm, this is wrong. Yeah, it's just it's just not our MO, and it's nice to see that. And I was at all of the games all last yeah, weekend. Yeah, you went to every game. Every single game, uh, the first lady and I went, so it was nice to watch a complete drumming in person. Beautiful. And just be like, oh, man, what if what if every team was the Pirates? Oh, my God, what I if know. The- but then you look at our schedule, and we're playing a lot of Pirate-esque teams. We are. I mean, this week right here, we're in the NL East, you know, Braves and Phillies. Phillies... Up until two games ago, the two hottest teams in the entire league were us and Philadelphia. Yeah, and Philly is just... They're clicking, man. They're clicking. I mean, well, Bryce Harper actually looks like an MVP. Yeah, he... For the first time in a Phillies Dodge uniform. Yeah, exactly. Which is like, oh, he's finally living up to that contract. He has taken a team and he's like, I'm throwing him on my back. You guys come along. We'll he figure the rest out. He fully has, too. Of course. Yeah, it's hard to hate, except it's easy to hate. It's easy to hate Bryce Harper. Yeah, it is. Because he's the f- fucking worst. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll talk about the Phillies. But uh, no, that was just a little quick overall of how maybe you're feeling as a Reds fan, you nasty boy. Uh, yeah, well, and I'm feeling pretty good. I just wish there was a place where I could talk about the Red Legs in a live setting. Because that's what we need is to be able to talk more about the Reds. Right, while it's happening. I need people's ears to hear what I think about the Reds while it's happening. 
Preferably live, preferably audio only. Audio, specifically audio only, because I don't need to see anybody's face. No, dude. You know, I just need to see a username, and then I can confront you with my voice. That's all I need. That's it. Give you me know? your voice. And do it from the comfort of my home. And there's a place that has that. It's called Spotify Greenroom. Live, audio-only sports talk platform, free to download, to use, and talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your experiences on the app. Join in on the conversation with me and Lee, and have a chance to be featured on the new Nasty Boys podcast. We'll be hosting rooms sometime in the future on some day come through and talk with us live all you need to do is download the spotify green room app in the ios app store create a profile link your twitter and join the sports drink group follow us at the new nasty boys to be notified when we go live we'll be going live on spotify spotify on some day at some time you better believe it we Sp- wouldn't lie to you spotify green room Spotify Greenwood. Man, that that was a weird baby slip. Speaking of babies, big shout out to the newest new nasty boy, little Wyatt Richard Webster. We love you. We love you so much, little Wyatt, uh, Mother Megan, and then, of course, friend of the pod, Mike Webby. Mikey Dubs. New daddy, man. Yes. You're killing it. And it was no... It uh, The first three games of Wyatt's existence, the Reds were on fire. Yeah. I mean, Wyatt was born at the perfect time. He was. He was born into a world where the Reds are relevant and exciting. And that's fucking awesome. Isn't that perfect? I know, dude. He's Wyatt has never lived on planet Earth where Mike Moustakis wasn't in the starting lineup for the Reds. Where we have lived in a world where we're like, wait, Mike Moustakis plays for the plays Reds? for the Reds? No clue. And he's, dude, hotter than a pistol, baby. Dude, when he came out that first game on Friday and watching him just drum the ball and hit three doubles on lines to the wall. Yeah. And you could, when we, I mean, we were behind the third base dugout. Like, when you heard, when the ball hit the wall, you could hear the thud. Thud. Just like, poof. Yeah, it's like, he oh. hit it. Hit it really hard. Just. And just it, just to see, you know, Moose come out. Because that was the, his first game back was when we scored seven runs in the second, yeah? Yeah, that was. And, we, I mean, to they, have him participating in that and just seeing all the bats on fucking brigade. Oh, dude, 11 batters that inning. That was just beautiful. Two three-run dingers. Oh, mm. Papa. God, dad, daddy's on fire. He's still so hot. Father. Castellanos came back, didn't skip a fucking beat. Uh, I'll give you, I wouldn't say didn't skip a beat. He's hit one homer, but overall, oh, well, fuck me, huh? He's, it's the. No, you're right. It's not like he came back and was hitting at a 350 clip, but I mean. Just coming back from a stint on the IL plus the All Star break. Right. I mean, he, you know, it's not like he's dropped his average by 15 points or something. That's true. I uh, just to update: the game is happening. It's the bottom of third, one out, and Mike and uh, Nick Castellanos just hit a single to right center field. Red legs are down. Three. Three-o. Top three, two outs, two on. So we'll be updating throughout this. I mean. You'll be knowing that we're sitting here. But right the now, the Padres are getting trounced. They lost. So we need nothing. to win a game. We Go Marlins. Pick it up. And the thing you're talking about, like, oh, you're you're up for like four or five games, and you're down for three. You're just so 
deflated. We one thing that we have to do, and it's very hard to do because we look at this as at a week by week basis. So, and you know, we don't focus on other teams truly. So we're just honed in. We're we're watching we're, the Reds, all in. of our moves, everything on the roster, who's hot, who's not. Right. Yeah. So all of it. it's hard not to step back and zoom out and be like, oh. This is, you know, this is this is this is normal. This is what's happening, and not yes. letting yourself bottom out. Joseph Daniel, oh, he tagged that, and not completely bottom out. And be like, oh, it's so it's over. We're five and a half back. No, nah, it's not. No, it's, it's not. It's fine. We're seven back again against the Brewers. We're seven back in the division and four back in the wild card. Could go back to three though. And I know that this is real. Just if, but all of this, right? But we're sitting at 61 and 53. That would put us in first place in the NL East. Yep. It would, I mean, it created, we'd be in fourth place in the, in the <laughs> NL West, but, you right. know, that's an outlier. Uh, we'd be in third place in the AL East. We'd be in second place in the AL Central, and we'd be in third place in the AL West. So you're telling me we would be fighting for a wild card spot? In every division. Jesus. In every division, we would be, no matter where we were, we would be in it right now. Yeah. I mean, it's not because, oh, the Central is weak. I mean, the Central isn't great, but don't look at the fucking Brewers who are just quietly like 20 games over 500. Sure. Combined with the Cardinals who are at 500, I believe, at the moment. The Cardinals or they're one right game now over. are 56 and 56. What about just the wheels absolutely falling off Chicago? Mm. I mean, they are... So bad. It's hilarious they, how yeah, bad they, they are. Yeah, they are 52 and 63, man. They are bad team. Seeing, like, the meme that's going around of their starting lineup. And then Contreras. And Contreras. There. And they're all like, who? Yeah. Who is this? I know, man. I, I, I don't feel bad for them. No. They knew this was coming. They knew it was coming, and they already got their glory, dude. They got their fucking ring. They got the ring the first time in a long time. You know, the longest of times. So I don't. I feel zero pain. I feel nothing for them. I'm glad. I can't wait to go to Goodwill in two years and see all of the 2016 World Series Chris Bryant jerseys yeah. that are going to be lining the shelves no shit. that I will buy for $3 to burn. You would burn a, giant, a Chris Bryant jersey? Um, you don't hate Chris Bryant. I don't hate Chris Bryant. I hate the Cubs fan who turned it in. How about this? Oh, yeah, the Cubs fan who turned it in. Fuck that guy. Right. All right, bases loaded, two outs, up walks to the plate. Mike Moustakis. I would burn a Javi Baez jersey. Oh, shit. Sorry. No, no, no. no you're dude. good. Javi Baez. Yeah, he sucks. And how wonderful is it that he got traded to the Mets? He's just laying an egg, and mm. they are blowing it. Mwah. They Mwah. are fucking Mwah. blowing it. Mwah. Yeah, I, Javi Baez is such a dickhead. But you also hate to see it that Pete Alonso, Polar Bear Pete, is just biffing it. Is he? Yes. He has been terrible since the home run derby. Can't do it. No, but... It, 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 it's weird to see this. So I've been listening to uh, just a ton of pods again lately, driving around and just being upset that the Reds are getting little to no Zero national love. attention no or love. love. They're the best, one of the best offenses in baseball, and it's just like, well, okay. No, I'm going to talk about them. But I, they I, could they couldn't suck the NL East dick harder. Oh yeah, well look at those markets. I get the yeah, I get the markets. I oh, get, I'm not justifying it. I'm saying I it just like I guess I am justifying it, not that I approve of it. Sure. But it's like what? New York, Philly, those are two of the three or four biggest cities in the whole country. Right. And you got Atlanta, that's like 
huge. Southern baseball. Yeah. That's baseball in the South is Atlanta. Yes. I mean, from like literally Tennessee down. It's all Atlanta. That's Braves fans. Yep. And no. then you get a little, you get the the little sect of Marlins, Cardinals. Marlins, Cardinals. Yeah, but the Marlins fans. I mean, let's be serious. Sure, you're right. I, I already know what you're going to say. And you're absolutely right. They don't give a shit. There's no reason for them to. They, I'll tell you this. I'm fucking surprised right now in a baseball town like Atlanta, the Braves are fucking in it. That looks like a Great American in September 2019 game. It's, it's fucking empty. It's raining. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it's a light drizz, so kept the fans out, and. Also, it's supposedly a pain in the ass to get to Truist. I've passed it. A, it is a pain in the ass. It's like thick in Atlanta. Yeah, it's 30 minutes outside of city limits. Yeah. Or yeah. outside of the downtown. Yeah, it's a hall. I would fucking hate that. That's what I love about the about our, our ballpark and PBS. Yeah. Like, it's right there. I think I talked about it a little bit about how Pittsburgh sucks. You did. It's so crazy. They it, the layout is exactly the same. Uh, friend of the pod, Garrett, title bomb, got a hold of us, got a hold of me, and he said that river you were thinking of was the Allegheny. Allegheny. So that's the gross. He said, and it, it's unbelievably gross. It was kind of wild. Yeah. As a man who has seen the Ohio River every day for <laughs> six years, I could identify a gross river. As someone who has also tubed in that river. And has had water go into their mouth mm. and swam in it. I'm Hell a, yeah. I'm a hillbilly. boy. Uh, yeah, the, I, I, I don't even, I couldn't even fathom how much grosser it is. I mean, it, it, ugh. I mean, they said that like, so Central Ave, when you crossed it back in the 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 OG Cincy days, yeah, that was just like a a way for boats to get through. Like it was just a, what is that? What is that called? A, a channel? A canal? Canal. Yeah. The Erie? It was? Central Parkway was the Erie Canal. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And they said that people, when they would step over it, they would just like, thank God we got over the Rhine because it stunk. We got over the Rhine. Full of shit, piss. And and the Germans. You can't trust a dirty crowd. No, never have, never will. I mean, I've got a lot of German heritage in me, but we all know about them germs. <laughs> we, we know, know about them fucking Germans. We know what they did. We know what happened. So, yeah, I, went, well, I was down in Austin last week, yeah, and, I was about to say. and their FC Austin, their stadium is like 45 minutes out of Austin proper. Dude, that's stupid. I mean, it would be like if FC Stadium was in like Middletown. That's dumb. Isn't that crazy? Never understood that. Why would you go? There's no reason to. No, man. No. We're lucky. It, it, like going around all these different cities, and there are some fantastic layouts in different places. But right, man, Cincinnati, cool town. Really cool town. Really is a cool town. It's condensed. It's, it's like much. In. It's it, it is, and it, you know, I've used the the phrase rose colored glasses many times on this podcast. But like, Cincinnati really is like one of the better. One of my favorite cities in the country. I just happen yeah. to live here. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know? You made the right choice. Yes. Been it's, around to a I bunch of them. I don't need like 50 million things. I just need a lot of really good things close. Yeah. And Cincinnati gets that to you. Cincinnati gives that to you, baby. You you eventually get... You, you could get bored of your options, but then you're like, man, I only walked seven minutes to get here to have this amazing taco. I wonder if Webby is... Uh, if Wyatt will make it up to a game this year. Ooh. Because, I mean, he's like a brand new little baby bun. Yeah, like seven days old. Yeah, so September, you know, I think you could maybe take like, what, a 
a month old, six week, eight week old baby out of the ballpark. <laughs> yeah, and have You're a going terrible home time. Early. You know what? I will say this. I I will bet that Webby comes without the baby one yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. I need, need a it. break. Fucking sweet Megan. God, my cousin. What a badass. What an angel. Hey, dude. Not to sound like a cuck, but aren't women incredible? Yes, dude. Just the idea of housing a child inside of you. Just the geek out that that would bring. Yeah. Like, how do you not freak out the entire time? Right. And then, like, the idea of, like, the act of childbirth, like, it's, like, the most psychedelic experience a human could have. Yeah. I mean, you're just fully tripping out the whole time. Yeah. And then you're just expanding. And then little Wyatt just pops out, and he's like, I'm half of you. Yeah. And then it just, then the shutter closes, yeah, and it dude. tightens back up. Yeah, you feel like a fucking god. That's just... You made a human. You made a plus one. That's bonkers. Wyatt, I can't wait to hold you, you sweet little man, with my blood coursing through your veins. (laughs) We share DNA. That's that's wild. That's my little cuz. Dude, think about this. You could be like hammed one night, just slide it in, and then, you know, do pull it out at the wrong, you don't pull out at the right time. And then you just make a person that you're responsible for. It's the world's biggest secret society that's the easiest to get into. For pa- parenting? Parenthood, that's what I've heard. A secret society? It, it is a secret society because you could have no, you can't even fathom what it's like until you're in it, right? So it's a secret society, but it's very easy to get into. It's not like Illuminati where you got to have a billion dollars and sacrifice five people a year. Sure, but how's it secret? It's a secret because you can't understand what it is until you're in it. People talk about it all the time, but you, it's a secret society, and it's like it's that feeling that it's just unfathomable until you have it. Yeah, like that paradigm shift where you just can't feel it until you feel it. Yeah, I get that because I'm a part of the Illuminati, so I'll never have kids. Yeah, exactly. so I get yeah, it. that's part of the Illuminati cult is that you can't have kids Perfect. unless you have them with an alien. Oh, for unless sure. You have them with a reptilian. Babe, babe, can I fuck a reptilian alien to make a baby? Please. Okay. Only if oh, she yeah, watches. Oh yeah, you know she's into that. Yeah, shit. yeah, hell yeah, into it. But it was fun watching games. I've been on the road. Uh, yeah, you were for in like Austin. A week. I was in Austin for a while, and then on the way down to Austin, it was fun. When's the last time, if ever, you've been in a cave? Uh, fucking hate caves. Yeah, I think a lot of people hate caves. I've been bringing it up, and like, I kind of love a cave. Uh. I wrote this line Thank today you. in the car where I was like, you know, I grew my hair out. I th- I'm starting to think that I look like a caveman, but instead I look like someone who... Boom! Good God! Two outs at home plate. Two outfield assists. Let's wow. stop having them almost score, but then also it's pretty nice. It's real nice. Ron Washington has to be yacked out of his mind to keep sending people against this, against Tucker behind the dish. Ron Just- Washington still being in the league rules so hard. He's amazing. If you can't remember Ron Washington, he's the old black man who used to manage the Rangers and got caught up in just like full-blown cocaine Co- scandal. Oh, yeah, and now you can tell that he doesn't do cocaine because of his little pudgy-wudgy tom Yeah, exactly. He's got a little pudge going on. He does, him. and that's a good thing. That means he's healthy. Um, for the people who are listening, I do need to finish that oh, joke. Fuck. Oh, yeah, he's safe. Uh... 
It said like, oh, I you know, I grew my hair out thinking I would look like a caveman, but instead I look like someone who lures people into caves. Yeah, there you go. That's a fun one. I'm a, I'm a man of the cave. I'm not, see, I'm not a tight space cave person. I'm underground. Someone could fucking sneeze the wrong way. Bats fly out. The thing collapses. I'm dead. Dude, see, that's what Morgan was saying the whole time because we hit the weed pit a couple times before we went in there. Oh, God, that's my worst nightmare. And we go, dude, it was pretty tight like literally tight like small quarters like you could not go down there if you were like old or fat like you just couldn't right like it yeah it was really something i fucking enjoyed it i thought it was cool diamond caverns in western kentucky so you you had to suck your tum tum in to go through certain places and like not that tight, but if you were like a bigger, you wouldn't. You could have done it. Okay, but like if there was like a big old morbid some bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a no go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, how would they get their rascal down there? Yeah, exactly. Then it runs it out of not, battery. Dude, they even said that. I thought it was kind of funny. They were like, "Sorry, it's not handicap accessible. God didn't make it handicap accessible." Oh God, <laughs> that's that true. Is hilarious. Well, that's the best way they didn't. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, if you just put it in a religious context, they'll be like, yeah, well, maybe it just wasn't for me. All right, I'm going to go back to the, the, the Golden Dude, Corral. Dude, I fucking loved it, man. I love caves. So, I love natural wonders. Why do you love caves? They're so fascinating. They're under. They're underground. Okay, I and They're get beautiful. It. That is Okay, that they're underground is the reason I don't want to go in them. I know. I totally get it, dude. It's not like weird that you don't like caves. A lot of people don't. Yeah. I'm not, like, blown away that you don't like caves. Um, I just think they're cool. I don't know. They've been around for so, so long. They're so old. We don't really know what all's down there. Same with my grandma, but I don't talk about it. You, what? Same with my grandma, but I don't, you know, bring it up or want to go down there. You she's old. She's been around forever. Which one? Texas grandma? No, she's great. Just another just another grandma. She So... Yeah, man. That's what I'm... I, I, Kentucky has more caves than any place in the world. It's see, like a big, hollow state. I didn't know that. I think it's cool. Uh, I, Mammoth Cave's biggest known cave system on planet Earth. Well, yeah, that's why it's called Mammoth Cave. It's fucking Mammoth. It's huge. I just like it, man. I like going down there because it's like you see rocks that are like millions of years old. Right. Just been there for a long time. Uh, I do it. It's cold. It's 55 degrees year round, no mm. matter what, underground. Mm -hmm. I mean, at one point, we were like 85 feet below the surface. Mm -hmm. Went pretty deep. It was cool. Uh, oh, have, okay. It's super weird. Whoa, what a catch by Casty Boy. And that's another run. 5-0, bottom three, boys. We got some work to do, Red Legs. A lot of work, but with this offense, nothing is off the table. Okay, so let's talk about the bats a little bit, because there has been Ooh. some really exciting shit. Have you ever seen, is there, have you ever watched a pro-cave movie? Okay, here we go. Oh, no, caves are scary. I think it's part of the appeal. That okay. shit happens in caves. So you're just like, you know what, I'll go down in there. Yeah, but I mean, what's going to happen on a tour on a Monday afternoon? Um, like, I, you could fart and it just falls. Yeah, dude, but it's been there. This place has been open every day since 1859. That means it's close. It's got to be no, close to the end. dude. That means the <laughs> odds of it collapsing on the day we're there are like one in a billion. Yeah, that's what those Taiwanese boys said, too. The, the Thailand. Yeah, the Thailand. Tha the Thailand cave boys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. They said the same thing. It's been here forever. We're not going to get trapped. Yeah, but they went in there when it was raining. We didn't go in some like dangerous ass cave system. Sure. It, uh, yeah. 
But did, ah, I just don't like caves. So I, we went from cave in Bowling Green to Nashville for lunch. Yeah. Went and checked out Broadway. Where'd you eat for lunch? We went. I went to Tower Deli. And it's my favorite place there. We went. We went like out of the way from Bowling Green to Nashville to get Tower Deli. Whoa! I fucking love that place. You still go? Have you ever gone to Hattie B's? Did oh, you yeah. still go do that? Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, I've been to Hattie B's. Hattie B's is one of those places where it's like, bitch, I'm not waiting in line for ninety minutes. No, nothing's that good. I mean, it's down there in Austin when we because we eventually made our way down to Austin, and I wanted to go get Terry Black's barbecue. Oh shit! Because it's like. Legendary. I mean, like world-renowned, legendary. Yeah, and you go there, and there's like it looks like a roller coaster at Kings Island. Sure, there's a line that's like an hour and a half long. Nah, not doing it. Nah, dude, fuck that. No, we went down to the Green Mesquite Barbecue Joint. Been there since like '75. Sure, probably Ex- great. Excellent. Probably great. Fucking great. Got some wings, got some pulled pork, got some brisket. All we were there for. I feel like those kind of restaurants, like there's uh, that one guy, Franklin Barbecue, yeah. that's in Austin, like all this stuff, it sells out so quick. I feel like that, like if you do your research, you can find barbecue that is just a, f- just a hair not as good. Or, or just it's just that it's overhyped. Exactly. It's all still barbecue. It's all good down there. It's all good. It's all good down there. Exactly. And I almost prefer the place that doesn't have the line. Yes. You know, because it's... I don't even know whether that's just some weird human nature thing or not, but it's like, it's just as good. Yeah. It's my secret. I'm going to go there. Yeah, Joe Rogan wears a Terry Black's barbecue shirt on his fucking podcast, sure. and now it's like, you can't eat there. Great. Now they have elk. Yeah, yeah. No shit. <laughs> so... How much? How much? How many times did you have barbecue? Is the big question. Just twice. Where was the other place? Um, I can't remember what it was called. Like the Green Jay or something. Good. The Blue Jay. Yeah, it was good. Like you said, what if you're open in Austin, you don't have bad barbecue. Sure, because if you, you when they say like. Texas brisket. Do you know what's seasoned on Texas brisket? What you do? Salt and pepper. Yeah. That's it. It's just meat and it's the Ooh. land of beef. Right. There's a billion cows down there. It, right. You know? I, I don't know. It was cool. I, I liked Austin. I was quite taken by it in a couple of by you know, in a couple senses, but overall I don't know. It didn't blow my mind, you know? Sure. I might have also been biased because it was like 98 degrees every day. And it's just... And I'm like, what is this? Well, it feels like a convection oven. But at least it's a dry heat. It, yeah. It's not like when you're here. Dude, today, I think I put, I just waved my arm and I could cut the humidity. See the vapors. Oh, it was unfucking real Oh, speaking of vapors, I got to pee. Leash Dog, do you... Uh, you, you, could we... Do you yeah, think we can, could hold it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you hold a microphone for a couple minutes? Oh, I think she can. The cord's coming Hello. over. Here she is. What are you? Do- you are doing what to your nails? I am using a UV light. I've got a uh, gel <clears throat> kit to do it at home, and uh, yeah, I'm trying to do that. <laughs> well, you're doing a great job, and you're holding a microphone and talking into it. In That's my other sweet. hand. Yeah. So you're you're getting a lot done here. I truly am. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. So we. Did Billy mention we went to every game in the series I did against mention the Pirates? That. It was great. He <laughs> did. You're like five feet away from me. You're like, did you mention this thing? I'm painting my nails. So you can't listen to us talk? No. Okay. I mean, I'm trying my best, but things are going to slip by. I'm painting my nails. You have to concentrate. 
Oh, you got to focus, lock in. You can't be distracted by anything or anyone. Well, I'm also watching the game, painting my nails, and listening to you. My brain can do two at most. Not three. Thank you for filling in. You were fantastic. Nicely done. That was a great pee. Thank you, new nasty boys and girls. From all around the world? From all around the damn world. Oh, the whole world. Um, So, with uh, Austin, you weren't like thrown. You were just like, okay. It was exciting, and I got to go down there and do some like really cool shows and meet some meet some really cool people sure you know and then i was down there just trying to picture being there and being a part of that scene and being a part of that city and i kind of had a hard time envisioning it envisioning that well yeah you're so locked in here you're ingrained it's difficult to just think about up upheaving everything and going somewhere else on a, especially on a, while everything's all squirrely right now it's very squirrely uh did you burn your masks i burned mine i'm fu- we're fucked <laughs> no i still got plenty of masks yeah i will say this i uh um officially half vax hey i you know i was one of those holdouts you know not like some science denying maniac yeah, it just just held out a little bit, right? You're, yeah, you're like, when am I gonna do this? Yes, it was procrastination. It was procrastination at, at you know at its finest, and then it just and then there was also a part of me where, uh, you know, it's like I do still like I still am like scared by it, you know. Sure, I you, still am. That was a thing that really has been kind of wild to just witness the last. Like, where do you stand with? Uh, showing your proof of vaccination. I mean, to enter a venue. I mean, it's all up to dis- dis- discretion of the venue and the restaurant. It's a private business. You yeah. Can- oh no, I totally get that. But I'm saying, like, just like the logic behind it. Fine. Whatever. You know, it's. I'm coming over to your place. It's fine. Now, if it were like state mandated. Then I have a little bit of a problem. I know. I mean, and that's that's kind of where we're going. I mean, that's a little bit of a as as much as I I think everyone should get vaccinated. You should do your part. You should not be one of the people that are dragging us back down, numbers wise. Um, but like, why but like, does that matter though? What do you mean? Like dragging us back down? Because you're not getting vaccinated because people are getting very very sick because they're catching it. And it, the, the de- this Delta strain is really fucking people up. So, de- the, and, so that, like... And so that is... Instead of us being able to continue and exist, like, you know, you, everyone has probably been around someone with it, and not and they're vaccinated, but they're totally fine. Or they get a little bit sick, unlike some people that we know that have been around people that have it, and they aren't vaccinated, and they're in the hospital. Yeah. So you're dragging everything back down because you're refusing to go out and trust the science and instead we're gonna have a very bleak and awful winter because there's people that are like i don't trust it do you know what tucker carlson said he said it's full of poison and robots yeah but like but see but that see that's the thing is it's like there it's not all slack jaws man it's not all stupid it isn't all i agree with you it's not all slack jaws i was driving today driving down uh, ronald reagan highway i'm driving back and i'm like this isn't you know close to like amberley village right yeah Dude, there was a sign that said, um, don't trust the science. The CDC and Fauci are Satan. Well, yeah. I like, mean, that's like a crazy person. 
Right. But that also could be just a normal law-abiding citizen. We don't know. And they're just like, this is their, their fucking trigger to make them turn and be like, you know what, motherfucker, I'm over it. And then just go batshit. There's so, there's so many people that like are just listening to this and taking it as, you know, you are impeding on my rights and my freedom. I'm never going to wear a mask again. I'm never going to get vaccinated. Fine. That's your choice. That is 100% your choice. That is the beauty of this country. But when you get super fucking sick, that's on you because that's your choice and your freedom. Yeah, I know. But I mean, like, even with that logic, it's like, it's more why are people so... It's morbid. Angry. It's like what you're you're angry at this person because you care about them so much that you want them to be healthy. It's like that's not the case. You think these people are pieces of shit. Like that's the thing that's so odd to I, me is people are so mad at like, these fucking selfish racist assholes don't want the vaccine and it's like all right, if this shit is so dangerous, let them get in and die. Right. Well, here's the, here's my opinion on why I think people need to get vaccinated because the whole point of the two-week shutdown in the beginning, which obviously did not work, was we didn't want to overwhelm our hospitals because when you have too many people in the hospital dying of COVID, you can't get other people into the hospital because there just isn't room. So let's say tomorrow Christ Hospital fills up with all these unvaccinated people with the Delta variant and they're dying and I'm trying to walk to my car and someone hits me you with their car. car. There's no room for me at the hospital because all these people who don't trust the vaccine are all in there in like in the ICU on ventilators. That's why it's not fair. And then when you start shutting down the hospitals again, then people get their routine surgeries pushed back. And some of these routine surgeries are things like knee replacements. Well, then this person can't go to work because they have to wait three months to get their knee replaced. It's like, you have to look at all these different variables. And for a while, I was that person like, fine, let these unvaxxed people who, who you know, are too selfish to get the vaccine die, which I know sounds terrible. Yeah, but, but even that when word you right really there, selfish, it's like, what are we talking about? Like... So, like I think there are a lot of people who don't want to get it simply because of all the mask mandates and because the mask mandates came down from a lot of democratic, you know, people in Congress and whatever. I'm just I'm not saying that everybody who doesn't want to get the vaccine is selfish, but there are people out there who won't get it simply because the vaccine is seemingly being more pushed by the democratic oh, side sure. of our government. Oh, definitely. There are people like that. Um, it's, I don't know. It's, it's just been very sad to see everybody just, you know, we, we kind of got out of it and then we kind of got back and everybody was kind of happy with each other. And now it's like, there needs to be this new thing, this new group of people that we can point at and call a piece of shit and say, you are why everything is bad. Right. And I just don't that's really buy into that. That's society for sure. Yeah. Of course, fucked, man. Of it's course. Fucked. It's totally wrong to just call out. I mean, yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, it's not a nice thing to say at the at the at the, the uh, when it when it's that, but like there's also numbers that are correlating with exactly what I'm saying. And there are numbers, but anybody can take numbers and skew them to way the, to, for them to look the way that they wanted them to look. How about a fact? The governor of Kentucky, or the governor of not Kentucky, the governor of Texas, who was open it all up, don't get the vax. Yeah, Abbott. Dipshit has now requested that hospitals no longer accept people with that need elective surgeries because they're back to being full again. Yeah, that's crazy. So that's 
you know that's yeah that's that shit like that's starting to happen so it you don't want to run into the problem of that shit fucking happening again it didn't but the crazy part is that it didn't really happen in the beginning well i mean the numbers right now are about as bad as they were last summer right and but it's i mean it just points to some of it people are getting really caught up in like hypocrisy and things that didn't quite work out right sure this time last year numbers Mm -hmm. were just as bad you couldn't go out to dinner right you know, and, and now we're looking around, and it's like it's just a sense of distrust. Sure, there was just so much mishandled by the government. Right. I mean, it's like we're being told that the government has our best interest in mind when all it takes is looking around and realizing that no, they don't. No, they don't. They're Biggest protest of all time worldwide for police reform. It didn't happen. It went the other way in most states. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, unemployment out the fucking roof. We just need some form of help. It didn't happen. Yep. Universal fucking health care. During happen. a goddamn pandemic. <laughs> it didn't happen. It didn't happen. None of this shit happened. Right. And now this fucking giant entity that has continually fucked us in the ass is coming sure. out and saying, we've got the fucking cure-all. Trust us. And I just don't think that people who are legit scared man and like what you guys talking about the people who are just like i'm not doing that fucking liberal fag vaccine (laughs) yeah fuck those people man but it's like dude there are some i've done i and and then the the term research has been completely bastardized like i'm some fucking crazy insane person right but there is stuff out there that is legitimate for sure the thing that freaks me out the most is just that anybody over the last 20 years who has come out and they, I mean, there have been like, you know, years long research studies by doctorate holding PhDs well respected in their community who have come out and not said vaccines are the fucking devil, but have come out and said, this is kind of weird. Sure. And they have been completely blackballed and cut off and demonetized and, and out of their field. Yep. So that censorship is fucking weird to me, man. Agreed. It's fucking weird. Like just looking at it with your own set of eyes and trying to get away from the bias, it's like, it is sketchy. For and sure. And I ended up getting, dude, I, like I said, I'm halfway fucking inoculated just because I'm way more scared of everyone in my life fucking hating me <laughs> than I am fucking COVID. Yeah. And, just straight up. I got home from Austin and turned on the news at my parents' house and it, there were shots from the street that I was doing comedy on. Yeah. Talking about the fucking hotspot of covid in the country sure you know i mean i wore masks in about to like half the places that i went into yeah you know like if it looks real sketchy you go into a bucky's and there's ten thousand people in there you're like fuck you fucking all mask up sure you know i just i don't know i've got it and it's funny i'm gonna end up doing it as a bit it's like i'll come out on stage and be like i just got the vaccine and which is great because now both sides still fucking hate me <laughs> Right, you it's know, like, it's like the anti-vaxxers are looking at me and they're like, oh, you fucking caved. And then the people who are like sucking the vax's dick are like, what took you so long, you selfish asshole? Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Both of you guys suck my dick. Yeah. How about that? You can eat the hole that is my ass. Yes. I get it. I get the hesitation. I totally understand it. I get it. Like, I mean, we truly still haven't even figured out the flu shot. You know what I mean? So, and I get that they're like, this is the best guess of the flu. So, like, it's just different because the flu wasn't made in a lab. I mean, you can still contract it with all of the 
vaccines. You can. It's going to help you out, right? Yeah. It's not going to kill you, most likely. Sure. Right? But, I mean, with, with I think with two of them, it's still spreadable, right? Sure. So, you have... So, ch- you can get it, not know you have it, because the vaccine is masking the symptoms, and now you're just out in the world with COVID. Right. And you're just like, oh, yeah. It's Which, just I guess, you know, it's like it propagates the virus a little bit more. I mean, but if it gets into the systems of these people that have the vaccine to fight it, it can lessen it. Right. I mean, there's... I just, I can't pretend to be a scientist, but that's part of the reason why it took me so long to get it. Sure. Is because I, There's for better or for worse, man, I just don't trust the powers at fucking B. No. I just don't. And yeah. it just, it's, it's really just kind of broken my heart to see how hateful everybody is, is being to each other. That's fair. That is a fair point. It just doesn't. But be, also, the hate doesn't really... I mean, as as angry as I was, I mean, like, it does... The anger and that kind of stuff doesn't fix the problem. Oh, well, dude, I've, there are several people in this scene right now who are spewing vitriol about the vaccine online and, and on stage, and then we'll be talking to them about it. Yeah. And I'll just be like, yeah, I haven't gotten it yet. And they mm-hmm. don't know what to do. Right. Because they're like, oh, wait, well, you're not a piece of shit murderous monster. Yeah. You're and just like, a guy. Yeah, man. It's a lot of them aren't right some of like some of the people that i respect most in my life haven't gotten it yet yeah. and some of the people that i respect most in my life got it in fucking february yeah you know it's like i'm it's not it's just not so hard this way or this way no it's not black or white but <sighs> and not to i i just brought it up just because like i have the vaccine now yes i will be able to show my fucking card yeah but I think it's like a really horrible thing to start doing that. I think that's yeah. really not good. I think it's bad. I got I I could have uh, had an audition at the Comedy Cellar, man. Yeah. Yeah, I could have had an audition at the Comedy Cellar, but you're not allowed to walk in there unless you have a vaccine. Oh. I didn't have it at the time. No shit. Yeah, dude. Rocky. I mean, our show went from 300 sold out to 150 social distanced. Oh my god. Because he didn't have the vaccine. And it's like, what are what are we doing? Right. You, what are we doing? Right. Where it's just like this is. I mean, and that that goes back to the discretion of the rest of you know, the estab- That goes back to the distra- discretion of the establishment. Yeah, it sucks. That's just their opinion. They they think that's what's best. The problem is, is like everyone's like, yeah, that's whatever. That's fine. But then you have the other side. Where there's a couple places where it's like, I want you to come in if you're not vaccinated. Yeah. It's like, that's also fucking weird. It's just just more division. It's more... It's more division that's created to keep people apart and to keep them angry at each other while uh, we destroy the planet and the government just destroys us. I think people would be shocked at the amount of people that they uh, respect who don't have it. Oh, I believe it. I totally believe it. They would be shocked. Yeah, they would be flabbergasted that someone who they trust and care about could be such an evil person for not getting this thing. If dude, for me, it was literally rooted in like fear. And you can say that's stupid because you believe in this so wholeheartedly, but realize what you're doing. Right, someone who is like my personal opinion. I am unsure, and this freaks me out. Yeah. Even if you think that's dumb, you're pointing at someone who is saying, this scares me, and saying, you're a pussy. 
you're a bad person. <laughs> yeah. It's if you if you take that argument and put it on something else, it's like it's kind of weird. Sure. One hundred percent. It's like I, I'm not doing it. I, I didn't not get it for these months for some crazy vindictive fucking reason. I don't think COVID's fake. I just it's like. I had some fucking reservations. Sure. And then the whole world gets talking about, like, you know, just your goddamn monster. I mean, it, it worked. Good for yeah. you guys. I'm now immune to being hated by my friends. <laughs> I hope you guys are fucking happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I totally get that. It's a, it's just another, another cult created. It's the new Trump, man. Trump's not here to be mad at anymore. Right. And this is the thing, and it's not going anywhere. No, it's and, not. And, and, like, I don't know, man. I just, I don't like the idea of, a, of big government. I think that makes me a Republican now. <laughs> if that's the case, fucking give me a red tie. I just don't, I don't want them in my shit. Right. It's, it's not fun. a crazy thing. No, it's not crazy. I just don't think it is. No, and it I get it, man. I mean, even the idea that like before, you know, um, what was that? No, like October of last year, we didn't know who the fuck Moderna was. Yeah. Oh, dude, Pfizer then, started off with Viagra, and then they, now they have a they have an ad at Fenway on the Big Green Monster. So, like, there there was a lot to be gained from that. The fact that we said that we weren't going to patent the vaccine, we weren't going to allow it, now it has been patented so that these people can make money off of it. And cannot be sued for any side effects. None. Whatsoever. Everyone and signed that form. I know that, that those side effects are, are small, right? Like, sure. Uh, but, I, uh, but I know two per people firsthand who got railed by it. I got railed by my second one. Dude, I, I mean railed by a 32-year-old girl I know is just now not walking with a walker. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. I mean, it like paralyzed her. And I know that that is a small fucking chance. Sure. Me dying of COVID is a small chance. Correct. It's a very small chance that I'm willing to take. But I went mm-hmm. and got the fucking shot, like I said, just so you, you know, could- people... Dude, I, I will say this. We talked about it some on the pod throughout the fall or whatever. Um, Everybody has had a really hard 18 months for so many different reasons. My personal reason is that I am a person who has always taken great pride in... Great pride and then also it's like a fault, right? Where I need to be liked. Yeah, I, lo- I love to be liked. That's why I love we to both... be kind, and I like to be liked. Why am I a comedian? That's... I go up on stage yep. every night and beg people to like me. We're in the same boat. That's been my mo forever. And then, you know, since last March, the rhetoric of the world is that I'm a real piece of shit. <laughs> and I that's did, not I what did, it should be. I did. I did comedy. In these open comedy clubs during COVID, they were open. I had to work. I worked. Right. I went and traveled. I did this work. And it, it that's been the hardest thing for me. Yeah. Is uh, you know, and I and, and I you got to take I take fuck I I don't take it back. And if you do these actions, you got to deal with the fucking consequences. So right. like I you know I can't like not do this and then complain. Right. <laughs> right. You know, but man, I will just say that has been the biggest hurt for me dude is just like just kind of trying to live my life <laughs> right and uh not hurt anybody meanwhile being told well i mean that's the beauty of 
this country is that we all have that choice to do whatever we think is best. You would and think. It, man. You would think that is the general idea, but then yet there are tent poles that are put and thrown into society where everyone goes towards to find a way to hate or shame other people. Yeah. And I mean, and it is a way, and I understand that it's like fully a way. It's so hard to be a human being. It's very it's difficult. It's so difficult to just keep going, right? It's, but it's also a lot easier to find a reason to hate somebody than it is to find a reason to like them. Yeah. And, it's, and that's a, yeah. And people feed off of and that. And if you can hate somebody and mm-hmm. it makes you feel better about yourself, you will do that. Exactly. I've done that. Every, that it's yeah. like the most human nature one-on-one shit. Correct. If you can find an outside group to point to to justify why you are in the group that you are in, you sure. will do that. Sure. And I understand that. And I'm like not mad at people. I, I, it's understandable but like yeah some of it's fucking crazy dude yeah some of it that are just like they're so thrilled i talked with carl a little bit about it like so thrilled fully thinking it's like a public service doing good to just be like you can't come to Motormouth unless you have a vaccine yeah and i talked to him i was like well i can't do or come to your show right sorry and he and he really didn't you know he was bummed yeah it don't don't do that. And I mean, yeah. I went and got it, dude. Like I, and you know, the, the, the people in the group that have always been, you know, would take my opinion on this matter and think it's, you know, think I'm a fucking monster. Uh, I don't know. They, well, no one thinks that you're a monster because you're not just going out and you're speaking out and you're saying like, vaccine is, is full of ticks and, and microchips that are from the government. You're not saying that. You're like, man, I made a choice. My thing is, I'm not sure. It's my body. I get one, one fucking spin at this. I'm uncertain. And it's not like you were out there spewing vitriol at not having it. You were just continuing to live your life. You're like, yeah, I just don't. It's just, just yes. it's my choice. I, I just don't think that I, you know, I've seen the negatives and I've seen the positives. It's not for me right now. No one's ever gone out and been, you know, and it, like I said, no one's ever held it against you. There are people, I mean, there's probably well, no schmucks. One's, no one's ever no held one, it against me because they fully assumed that I had it. Well, and you also, yeah, you, you weren't going out and telling people. Like, you don't go out and tell people, like, yeah, I just got my tetanus booster. You don't fucking say, you don't, that's just not a normal thing to go out and start a conversation with, with a friend. Yeah, because just like so much stuff in the last couple of years, it just turned into a way for people with not much to offer to be able to like put that out into the world and sure. be like look at this holier than thou totally understand it it is just your it, that's why i you know i didn't just like post a, 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 a thirsty photo of me with my vaccine card. like you just no i'm not criticizing you alicia said i was criticizing her i was not criticizing her um but it's just like you know my thing was, I was like, I'm my choice was, I'm gonna go get it as soon as I can. I'm just gonna go do it. Albeit, there was that weird period where people were like, "You're line skipping." Yeah. So what I went in and said I was Dude, 55 so years old. That is like kind of part of the whole thing. Is there was a time where you could even go get the vaccine, and there would be an outlier group telling you that you're a piece of shit for doing that. Dude, everyone is everyone somewhere is telling another human being they're a piece of shit for something they don't agree with all the fucking time yeah it's it's silly 
and that's just you know like circling back to the idea of humans need to have someone to put down to feel like they're putting putting themselves back up yeah there is always something you can't fucking make everybody happy as much as i hate nick DePaulo and like sucks he said if I can get 45% of the room to laugh at a joke, that means I did a pretty good job. Right. You know? Yeah. That, and I get that consistently. Of course, there's pops, but it's just like, if I can consistently get that in a large room, I'm doing my job. Yeah. You know, it's like, if you look at human, like, if you just look at human nature, it's like, yeah. If I get my group of friends that I like, that like me, and we're, and I'm cool, and they're cool, then fine. Yeah. Whatever, that's all you can focus on. You can't worry about everybody else. That's just going to drive you fucking crazy. It's not worth it. Who gives it? Also, who gives a shit? I mean, it, like, if do I do I really want to go out there and make Joe Schmo fucking be like, man, I really, I really wish this. I really wish this guy liked I liked me. I'm like, I don't. I've gotten to the point now where well, I've I mean, accepted. I've definitely gotten past it. It's just like kind of just this new part of myself that I have where it's not like I was some fucking tryhard going out like always really, 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 you know, little brother energy with this shit. Uh, I like I like to be liked and I like to like people and have sure. them be liked by me. I, you know, right. I, I want to be kind. And uh, that's part of the reason why I got it is, is just because, you know, whether I agree with it or not, there were a lot of people who saw me as not a kind person because of it That's and it's like i you know i can't i can't live with that i'll fucking bend the knee i'll fucking take the shot right uh you know whether it keeps the people around me safer or not sure i'll do it just for that reason yeah fully I mean, yeah i mean mission accomplished nailed it mission Thanks, accomplished society. dude well and also I mean, it's it's like you don't. It's not that it's bending to society's rule. It's just the sad part, the sad fact that like there are so many places that are fucking doing that. Like like you said with the seller. I mean, what's the uh, you have in New York? You have to show at all establishments to eat. now to eat to show proof. to eat. I don't know why people are um celebrating that so much sure you have that it's a bad president to set you have that going- what's what's with the next one that comes down the line that you don't want to do right right I, I mean in that it, it's like that's i'm not gina karamu saying this is the holocaust <laughs> i'm really right. ju- i'm really not no but like it is a it is a bad precedent to set Sure, I totally get Straight it. Straight up, man. Then, like, the side from where I was coming from, like, where you were coming from, you're like, there's a lady who just got out of being on a walker at age 32 because of the vaccine affecting her negatively, so that is stained in your brain. It's right there, man. It's right there. So, with, with me, it was like, with, you know, when Alicia got it, and she couldn't take... It's, it's, diff- it's, it's different, because it's not as drastic, but she lost her sense of taste and smell, and it's still at, what, 95, 97%, whatever. She still can't have tacos. Yeah, that's fucking heartbreaking. Cumin tastes like it's rotten. So, like, I was like, cool, I'm going to get, in my in my experience with this, I'm just going to go do that, and that's my choice. And, like, and that's how it should be seen. It's not, but it's not. And you said you have this group, the, the wild group of people just being like, no, fuck you. And that's bullshit. That's not how it should be. And it's a shame that you've had to, you feel this guilt this pressure from from everywhere for that and that's not how it should be no. period and i think that's bullshit and it is it is and it's whatever man 
<laughs> I got it. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Beat, beaten down into it. You know what you should have done? Is oh Joey. Joseph Daniel Let's oh, go. Dead center. <laughs> Let's fucking go, boys. You should have posted your photo now. Holding up the card half half full. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck. Holy shit. Hey, it's top six and now we're only down three. Okay, we got a ball game. With this offense that could be explo that's explosive. Moose, you go next. Yes, we do. Moose goes next. Oh, it looks like the aforementioned Webby came in. Damn, it's kind of insane that Joey is still just dropping bombs like that. At you know, He's turning 37, dude. Turning 38 in September. Yeah, I mean, he's he's now in the top 10 in the, or what, top 15 in the league in dingers? What is that, 23, four, 24? 24. 24. Leads the fucking squad, and I think it's top 12. I think it's top 12. I just looked at it recently, and yeah. And that OPS is crazy. Like, the whole thing about this resurgence is beautiful. It's fantastic. Did you watch his interview with Dan Patrick? Yeah, it was really good. It was so good. Yeah. I'm just up Who's there. Who's that? What? Is that Shogo's like... Interpreter? Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, man, I just wish there was a place where we could talk about this live. Oh, wait, there is. It's called Spotify Green Room. Yay. Uh, live audio-only sports talk platform. Get in on the conversation that you listen to here every day. Download the Spotify Green Room app in the iOS app store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the sports drink group. Join us at the new Nasty Boys to be notified when our room goes live. Join us. We'll be going live on Spotify Green Room on someday at some time. Boom. Spotify Green Room. Spotify Download Green it. Room. Thank you so much. You're appreciated. You are very appreciated, sir. Very appreciated. So now looking at the notes here. Dude, did you see that article that dropped last week about the MLB pipeline with rookie of the year with like rookies the rookies making the biggest impact on their teams and this we year didn't see india on it india should have just been one yeah he should have been the only one they were fucking talking about yeah why, why are we even talking why are you about bringing up patrick wisdom no he's reason. having a fine season but india is like the catalyst of our offense right he's like put us on his back yeah if you have a guy who's getting on base at over 40 percent yeah dude. and you're not even gonna just bring him up i mean he's the nl uh, rookie of the year zero doubt who who even is in the conversation besides his teammate? Oh, genuinely don't. I, I I could care less. Are they going to say Jazz Chisholm? Yeah, dude, if he wins because his name is Jazz and he has blue hair, <laughs> fucking fuck that. Will it make your hair red? It would make my little bit of hair that I have left <laughs> red. It would make me red. Just flamed. I, I mean, I get it. I'm with you, man. And the fact that he has also been defensively solid at second base, a position he's never played professionally. No. Just like, hey, man, go play second. Okay. I haven't let me really played it since high school. Yeah. Let me go grab my gems and I'll be good. Let me charge him up. I know, man. He had to, he had to fucking work. Ah, yeah, there we go. Fuck your shift. Yeah, your shift can eat my shift. A little harder to field out in right field, isn't it, Austin Riley? <laughs> He's already a bad, below-average third baseman. God, but with that fucking stick. Oh, he's got a stick, but I heard him talking about it on the radio the other day, or yesterday. He's like, I mean, they, he might not have a big league glove. He oh. might have to get shipped off to the American League. Oh, I believe that. 
So, I mean, well, or they're waiting for the DH to come next year. The DH has to come next year. Dude, think about the DH coming next year, and then old Papa Joe just gets to fucking end his career raking. Raking. And, and then we put T. Steve at first. And you rotate in Moustakis. Yeah, you Bob. rotate in Gino. You rotate in all of these people. Oh, uh, I was going to say this big pile of shift. Pretty fun. Uh, but you get to rotate all of these big sticks in. Imagine just Winker, like, yeah, coming in and being a DH for a couple games. Give him the day off and left. Have Shogo back out there. Worked out. You you thought it would work out better for the Reds last year, but it didn't because of the 60-year sprint and the fact they were putting so much pressure on themselves to perform no, in that offense. No, if we had a DH offense. this year, we've said it a million times. Could you imagine our offense if we could DH this year? <laughs> How could you argue that it would be the best offense in all of baseball? Yeah, it would be. It'd be it would be. Bananas. Unbelievably Just bananas. any lineup that we could run out. Plus the best bat on the bench. Great. It's nuts. Sign me up. I'm a thousand percent in. I'm also looking here. Um, so we talked about Moose coming back, three doubles, just clobbering the shit out of the ball. I mean, the fact that we just beat the shit out of the Pirates like that was beautiful. It was amazing. Bucko, sucko on this dicko. Pretty great. Bucko, sucko. Bucko, sucko. My holo. But. I don't know if I agree with the decision that was done getting the team up to Cleveland and getting them back from Cleveland. Traveling on the day that you play is weird. Very odd. Doesn't happen very often. Because you had a Sunday day game. You we should have left Sunday night. You should have left Sunday night. You should have let them stay in the hotel room to get up the next day to get into their normal game day yeah, routine. Yeah, exactly. Meanwhile, they show up on the tarmac, from the tarmac to a bus, to the hotel, then you're playing. Right, and, and in, in unfavorable conditions, yeah. in the rain. like I feel Against a good team. They're, they should be better, you're right. They're, no, I mean, they're, they should be better. Obviously, Acuna's not there. I mean, but they've got... Uh, Solaire's no joke. Duval's oh, no joke. I'm talking about Cleveland. Oh, you're talking about Cleveland. Yeah. No, Cleveland... Oh, they, yeah, Cleveland is not a great team. No, but the problem that we had is that they had a bullpen day, and they have the third best bullpen, and in, in, in I, I believe they said the, all of baseball. That's so crazy to be that bad and have that bullpen. I mean, not like they're like some cellar-dweller team, but like... Sure, but your problem that you've had is you don't have any real who's offensive hit threat. Right, combined with Shane Bieber's been on the IL, Police Axe been in and off the IL, Tristan McKenzie was sent down to AAA and wasn't what they thought he was going to be this year. So think about that. A third, Like, you know, those there's three guys, and one of them is the best pitcher in baseball. And you ship off Carrasco, who yeah. is your five-starter. Yeah. So, like... Who India hit a home run off of at the first pitch of back. That was so fun. It was amazing. It's a couple weeks back, but we can still love that. Oh, for sure love that. 100%. A little two-homer game from Jay India. God, he's so goddamn good. 0-2, Naquin's striking out, yeah? Oh, for sure. I, I wish I wish we were, I could pull up. I'm going to pull it up right now. I want to know what his last 30 are, because they have to be complete and utter dog shit because i don't remember him really doing anything with the stick in what feels like a month oh yeah it's been a minute he I, had that five hit game that we lost he went five for six and we got beat yeah that sounds about right um but he's no Max Schrock, I'll tell you that. He's no Max Schrock, dude. The greatest red of all time. The legend. Down at AAA, man. 
He's he's a monster. Here we go. Okay, let's look. Here's his last thirty games. In his last thirty, ga- yeah, it's not great. His last thirty games, he's batting two twenty four, two ninety six on base, three sixteen slugging, and ninety eight plate appearances. He has eleven runs, twenty two hits, one homer, eleven ribs, nine walks, twenty seven strikeouts. A lot of K's. A lot of K's. And if you want to hone in a little bit more, look at his last fifteen, because you can see that the that it's slumping in a, in a, in a negatively. Uh, 163 average, 265 on base, 256 slugging. When your slugging is lower than your on base, oh boy. Um, with 14 Ks and 43 plate appearances, five runs, seven hits, no dingers, two ribs in his last 15. I don't know how you so, keep running him out in the center. So who do you? Because we've got Sinzel on the way back. Correct. Who they've been having play shortstop. Yes, we've got Sinzel on the way back. And then, I mean, this is a whole separate conversation, but we're thinking... Ladolo Green, we could see him in the league within the next four weeks. I, you realistically could because Ladolo, you brought it up. His last start at AAA Louisville, interestingly enough, he was dominant. He went three innings, <coughs> three innings, one hit, like seven Ks. Hunter uh, Green just keeps breaking records in Louisville. He's just smashing him. I mean, dude, he's like hitting one hundred two, one hundred three on the gun every fucking start. Well, he's going out. Granted, it's AAA, but I mean. I mean, we're talking six innings, 10 Ks, no runs, one hit. That's like his average start. Sure. And we're talking, not only talking about, yeah, AAA, sure. But we're talking about a guy, this is his first full professional season in the minors. Yeah. Because he's coming back from TJ. Yeah. And he's this dominant. I know. So doesn't that tell you that he has to come up then? You've got to put... Bring him in into the pen. And it's not like something they haven't done before. Mike Leake never played a game in the minors. Yeah, he went from Arizona State, College World Series, to Great American Ballpark. And just like, you got to go. We need yeah, you to pitch. Yeah, dude. He's like, I mean, hasn't been out of the league, but for like two years. The guy uh, played forever. His choice, he was just like, he didn't come back in 2020. He's like, I'm not going to do it. And then uh, no one signed him, which I'm like, That was a, surprising. It's very surprising because I think it's... I think it's the problem that they didn't want to pay him the league minimum when they're like, well, we could just haul off somebody from AAA and have him be the five and have a rotating door and pay him nothing when the league minimum for a starter is probably more than most teams wanted to pay. Well, Mike like Leak. a mil and a half, too? Uh, I think it's like seven or 50000 to start. I'm not 100% sure. It's all based on your service time. So probably something along those lines. I'd have to see it. But like, because I don't know it off the top of my head. I wish I did. So that's a part of it. But, dude, you... As well as Gutierrez has pitched, he's for sure your four and five, like, in, in that spot, lower yeah, part of your it. rotation. He's earned it. He gets to stay. But do you bring him up and say, fuck his development, screw it, I need you in a situation you've never been in your entire life. I need... Three outs in the eighth inning. Are you talking about Green? I'm talking about Hunter Green. 100% you start him off in the pin. It's just, I think it's, I agree with you. It's just also the fact, I wonder if he could be ready to go from never pitching in the major, major leagues to immediately put in that pressure cooker situation. He'd probably thrive, but it's still. I think, I think the, the returns on that are good. I think if his first major league activity is an eighth inning two run game in a playoff type scenario, right? Go throw one oh two, kid. Yeah. Well, the playoffs are starting now. Yeah. Playoffs are starting. Yeah. We, we are, have to win this game. Yeah, we're at we, less than fifty games. Yeah, we got to come back and win this game. You have to. 
You have to have a productive. You in have July. To- in July, it was cool. In July, at the beginning of July, we had a nineteen percent chance of making the playoffs. We currently have a thirty-four percent chance of making the playoffs. And yesterday was thirty-eight. Yeah, you're saying there's a fucking chance, baby. But, and so you bring both of those guys up and say, like, this is the best option we have. Yeah. And then you, I mean, Ladola is a lefty, correct? Yeah, and we don't have a lefty to speak of in our pen because our two left, our three lefties are Wilson, who, mm-hmm. I mean, whatever. I mean, you you got him because he was a salary dump for the Yankees to go out and get Joey Gallo right. and got, Anthony Rizzo. You got Doolittle, who has got DFA'd written all over him. Right, or as Eric calls him in our seats, where we go sit and hang out, uh, Eric do very little. Do, yeah, do very, very little. Eric, cool little. Cool. Sick tattoos, man. Don't yeah, yeah, <laughs> Eric, don't much. God, don't pitch and much. And then you got Amir, who, I mean, Amir, God love his heart. I hate saying this. We were talking about it. I mean, do you fucking DFA that guy? I don't think so after, the, after what he's done since June. That's his first real rough outing. Okay, so let's say... Let's say we live in a world where Green and Lodolo are getting called up. Okay, I am. And Sinzel. Okay, I so, am. So that's three players. Who do we DFA? I DFA Naquin. Because, um, I mean, he's a guy making league minimum. Yeah. We can't. There's no options. And I just read off the numbers. That's my guy. Yeah, I am. DFA Naquin before you DFA Aquino. Of course, because Aquino still has tons of control. He hasn't hit ARB. He has potential. He he's, con- he's been contributing a little bit. He has the world's amount of potential. Yeah. But potential is also a scary thing. I but know. he could be. You never know. He could be a guy that you have on your bench for the next couple years who brings a lot of power if he can figure out that role. And plays a decent center field. Great. And or right left, field. Right? Left? Anywhere in the outfield, he's serviceable. Right, and he's got a fucking cannon. So, goodbye, Naquin. That's what I would do. Goodbye, Doolittle. It's uh, got to be Doolittle. Goodbye, Doolittle. Goodbye, Heath Embry. Goodbye, Brett Brock. Yeah. He's already on the I.L. Just move him uh, Just move from the I.L. to the DFA. Yeah. And there you go. There's your room. Um, you drop Brock before Hembry? Yeah. You do. I need to... S- um... Yeah, I think you do. But they're both guys you picked up for absolutely nothing. Yeah. So there shouldn't be too much attachment in general. Right. But it's also just absolutely bananas talking about how to hodgepodge this bullpen when the when the Braves gave up... Nothing to get Rich Rodriguez. Correct. To go and get a real closer. I mean, the Braves have a, uh, a worse record than we do, and we and they went out and took care of fucking business at the trade deadline. Yeah, do they rebuild their they rebuilt their offense minus Acuna? Right, they they fucking fixed their outfield. They went out and they did that, and then they also went out and got a top top level reliever, yeah. which is another thing that they were thought they were missing. Ooh, pinch hit, throw Ooh, him up there. So 48 we, ribs, leads the NL in rookie RBIs, Mr. Jonathan India. Ooh. Stay hot. Ooh, is that basil? Yeah, it is. Or mint. Uh, Alicia's got her, her herb garden growing. Billy, read his stats real quick. 280, 13 dings, 48 ribs, 403 on base percentage. 853 OPS. Jesus. Rookie. Of? And he's played 103 games. I mean, he's been an everyday player. Right. There was just that sh- that stretch where he wasn't 
Oh, oh some of my favorite scents. God, how good does basil Hold smell? Hold on, put, put those back in his face real quick. That was pretty funny. I'm going to get a basil picture of that. Basil smells so good. Mm, basil and mint. Ooh, I like that. Mm. <laughs> it smells good, baby. That that does smell very good. I can smell it from here. The, uh, mm, I love the smell of basil. Give me that basil again. Oh, God. Just basil on a pizza. Just big so fucking fresh. leaves covered in olive oil. Come on, so baby. So fucking fresh. Oh, it's, mm. So if we DFA those guys, I don't know. I oh. mean, because like you said up top at the beginning of this podcast, like, there's only so much for us to talk about. Right. The Reds, our offense is great. We're waiting on more to come back. <laughs> right. If It's like we're caught in that quandary. But what I was saying about the Braves, they went out and made moves. Everyone, like the Phillies, the reason they went on that run is they went out and they've addressed their problems, yeah. which was they needed another starter to compliment Zach Wheeler, who um, there's no other choice at this point um, is the NL Cy Young. Yeah. Combined with Ian Kennedy, who can go out there and be a closer. He's yeah. been around for eons. Those guys were available. I wonder why the fuck we didn't do more. Anything. I mean, Sace is a great pickup, and we have him for another. We have him for, I think, two more years I like after this. Givens more than Sace, even, but. And Givens, we have him through next year, too. Yeah, I know. And we gave up nothing. Imagine if we but gave I mean, up. Wilson was, like, really a nothing move. But me, me, Wilson was, a, was just the cap hit for the Yankees. Um, imagine if we would have given up a little bit, just a little bit, as hot as that market was, and everyone making so many moves. I mean, that could have been the difference between making the playoffs ca- and slash watching, catching the Brewers. Watching the playoffs. Right, and sitting at home. When And it'd be infuriating to watch that happen because then that's when the domino effect starts to go. And you're like, well, mm, Nick's leaving. Because we didn't go for it. Right. And then, then you're left with who plays right field. Aquino uh, is our everyday starter. Oh, that would be a nightmare. That's bad. That's bad. We were talking about that before they signed Nick. We're back to where we were in 19. Yeah. I mean, there might be a few guys out there on the market, mainly. Uh, do you know what I would do to see Joey Gallo play every day in Great American Ballpark? Where would he play? Right a field. Quarter? Yeah. Say if Nick leaves, that's what I would go do. If we can't afford to bring Nick back, can we bring Joey Gallo in? No, but a man can dream. Yeah, no, I like optimistic dreaming. But yeah, <laughs> and also the fact that the Reds you are going. Sign Babe Ruth. Yeah, you know what if we <laughs> what if we sign Mickey Mantle's ghost? <laughs> we could win. Yeah, we should get yeah, dude. Fucking Randy Johnson, get him out of retirement. You know what? We I just would want to bring back Mickey Mantle's liver. I just want to see it. Just an impressive feat. Wow. Because it looks like an old foot. It's an all-time Mickey Mantle quote. She likes girls with small hands because it makes my dick look big. <laughs> it's a great Mickey Mantle quote. Was that actually Mickey Mantle? Yeah. I didn't know that. Huh. I knew he was a hero for some reason. I like ladies with small hands. Makes my dick, dick look, look big. bigger. Hell yeah. Mickey Mantle, dude. What a boss. I know. Um, but no, I mean like... After this year and how how the attendance has been at the ballpark, you have to know that oh, there dude, is it's been popped off, man. Revenue out the Watson. It's exciting. You know, maybe they're like, we gotta recover still. That's Sesa. 
Okay. Yeah. What, were you confused for no, a second? No, no. I thought it was TJ for a second. I was like, what the fuck? TJ pitched an inning yesterday. Triple A? Triple A was that two days ago. Boy, it's a fun fucking time to go watch the Bats play. Dude, did you see what the Bats... you're a Reds fan? Did you see what the Bats had at the ballpark yesterday? Uh-uh. They had Bat Beer Steins. That's tight. I'm like, yep, gotta go to Louisville. Yeah, good for the... <laughs> Say so on the bump. So you are... Immediately, just like Senzel, you're going to center. That's exactly what I would do. Yeah, you go play center field. You go play center field. Cool. If we need you to fill in other places, great. You and can play you, second. You, you know, play if, short. You keep, if you go out there and you dud it the fuck up, Shogo. Come on in. Because Shogo's been playing some nice ball lately. Shogo, and his, aside from yesterday, in the, like an eight-game stretch, he was hitting 429. Yeah, that's on fire. That's great. Yes. That's what you want. And when he gets on bases, it changes the dynamic. Correct. Because we do hit a lot of bombs, but... When we are when we're putting up like 10, 11 games of uh, 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 10, 11 runs in a game, not a ton of them are coming from the dinger. No, we are like we are a team that can go out there and you'll check your phone after not looking at it for thirty minutes and be like, "Oh shit, we got five straight singles, <laughs> yeah, and scored three runs." We manufactured. Yeah, no, I mean we can do that too, right? Especially with Senzel and Shogo's speed in there, huge. Yeah, I mean Moose back is just so exciting. I, what's your mm-hmm. favorite Reds lineup? Optimized, everyone's healthy. Sure. What's your favorite Reds lineup? My favorite Reds lineup. India leadoff. Winker second. second. Casty third. Joey fourth. Moose would have to be fifth. Yeah. Um, Farmer six. Farmer six. Senzel seven. And then... Tucker Stevenson eight. You see, and see, that's what's so that's crazy is as much as I love Tucker, I love our fucking squad with Stevenson behind the I dish. I do too. The guy fucking mashes, Just mashes, and gets on base and has good at bats and calls a good game. Have you seen? Did you see that stat of uh, Sunny or Luis Castillo's games with Barnhart catching versus? Stevenson catching. No, I didn't even know that those num- that those were floating Here, around. Keep, keep talking. Let me try to find it because it's like kind of insane. But Tyler has, uh, I mean, his uh, his numbers after the eighth inning, albeit a smaller sample size, he's hitting like four fifty with like three homers and a handful of ribs. Yeah, it's insane. It's like, oh, this guy's also clutch. We got Blandino down there in the AAA. He's back from the IL. You know what? When he comes, if he comes back up, he increases our sexy level by a million. That's a fact, and that's important. You need that. Sesa, two outs, one by a fly, an infield fly, the other by the strikeout. TJ Antone uh, in his AAA rehab start, one inning pitch, zero hits, no runs, zero walks, two Ks, 12 pitches, nine strikes, topped out at 97. Oh, so he he's fine. He appears to be completely he fine. He appears to be fine. Good. Get him the fuck back up here. Yeah, man. Jesus. You, it's just when you have, and including Sims being back and, back and looking good when he was when he threw. I wouldn't be surprised if he threw tonight. Did He He didn't throw last night. No, I don't think so. No, he didn't no, throw he last didn't. night. So I wouldn't be surprised if this gets closer, which there's plenty of time for it, too, that he comes out and throws. That's an... I mean, man, but if we had another elite reliever, though, it would be... 
uh, chef's kiss. It'd be a whole other thing. It'd be a whole yeah, other thing. Would, but, so, I, but but like it's like we could call up a potentially elite reliever. Correct. So it's like, all right, fine. This is what we have to live with. Got to stop living in the wish and the if world. I feel good enough knowing where the schedule is going that we can catch the Padres. Yeah. I feel comfortable saying that because of the fact that the Padres have to continue to play the Dodgers and the Giants. Over and over and over and over. over and, and they up. will just beat each other up. I think they have 16 games left between the two. They between do. And those are, yeah, 16 games left against two of the best teams in the league. Yeah. If uh, they, if, even if they, go, if they go eight and eight. Sure. We can catch them. Yeah. Because it means that we just have to go fucking 12 and six. Right. Or whatever. Which is easier to, easy, easy to do in theory against the Marlins, the Pirates, the Nationals, the Cubs. Yeah, dude. Especially since all of those teams have just sold all their fuck the only players that made them decent squads. Right. And then Miami went out there and fucking beat the Padres. So thanks for helping there. Thank you. God damn it. I want to win this game. I very much would like to win this game because you're going into a hot as a pistol. Philly team. Right. I yeah, don't want to deal with bad. that. Yeah, do not want to. So let's just take a look here. Let's take a look here and and consider this. The We have three at Philadelphia and then three at home against the Cubs and then four at home against the Marlins. That's very favorable. Yeah. Except for those three against the Phillies. Yeah, but four home against the Marlins is fucking great. It's fantastic. But then you have the Padres, four at Arizona, three at Colorado, followed by three at home against the Dodgers. Yeah. I'll I'll take that. I I mean, those there's that one series and there's each of those ru- stretch runs right there has a formidable opponent for both squads. Yeah. Do you, uh, but also I mean you, you're still playing in division at at Arizona at Colorado. Right. Like it's still a division game. It could go. It, it it's foolish of me to say it, but I because I want to believe it, but it could go either way. Still that late in the season, someone could catch fire for for Colorado. Trevor Story is hitting out of his mind at the moment since he didn't get traded. Right. And is just trying to bolster his resume to go somewhere else. Um, But you just don't... I like our chances against both of those schedules and anything can happen within what happens when they play Arizona and Colorado at their respected places. Um, and the Dodgers are just going to continue to get more and more healthy at the right time. They're just going to keep getting healthier, and I mean, Scherzer's been lights out for them. <laughs> of course, it's fucking Max Scherzer. Trey Turner with the slide heard around the world. Good God, that was a Michael Jackson esque dance move. He looks like move. a sexy little mouse. <laughs> Doesn't he look like Feibel? He looks like Feifel. He looks yes, he looks He's got like, like Feifel. Big floppy ears sticking out. <laughs> He's like five nine. He looks like a little mouse boy. Well, Feifel went west. Feifel went west. <laughs> Didn't he? That little fucker. He looks like White Cuff, dude. Viral slide. <laughs> the viral slide sounds like something that has happened to my penis. What is going on over there? Oh. Maple syrup The goddamn syrup. maple syrup. Jeez, Louise. Well, just throw it away. It's hit the ground. Just kidding. I would never do that. I love. I wish I could just drink that maple syrup right now. What do you guys eat maple syrup on? Pancakes. Is this a pancake house? 
Is this a pancake house? Do you guys, when's the last time you all made pancakes in here? Well, okay. Making pancakes in here is very different from going to sugar and spice and getting pan- pan- pancakes. And then bringing them back and using your own no. syrup? Well, what if, you used it for a mixed drink. Yeah, I bought that maple syrup to make a fall-themed mixed drink. It was like bourbon, maple syrup, um, peach. It was crazy. I'd be into that. It's yeah. It was very good. I'd be super, super into that. When was the last time you made pancakes? Can't even. I don't know if I've ever made pancakes. I'm not a big pancake guy. I don't really like pancakes or waffles. Oh man, I just don't. It's like it's fucking cake. It's not cake. It's it's, it's heaven. No pancakes. But it's heaven. They're fucking cakes. I don't understand how people don't like pink. Well, okay, so you. It's so different from act. It's got doesn't have icing on it. It's syrup. It's thin. It it's ain't, not it fluffy. It for me, man. I don't like. All right, I'm not going to convince you breakfasts like i'm not a french toast guy love french toast see i like all breakfast breakfast food is the best food yeah but the savory breakfast food mm. eggs potatoes bacon sausage <laughs> toast yeah what about um what if you combined them like you had like a french toast oh, yeah for sure if i can get like a little bit of sweet to take a little nibble off of in sure. between you know like a a nice piece of white toast soaked in yolk with with a fucking hash brown and a piece of bacon and a dollop of hot sauce on it mm-hmm. take a bite three or four bites of those i can go over and eat like a chocolate chip waffle dude i have to move this pillow over i'm my so hungry dude you know what i'll tell you this this place is about to become a campground because i'm pitching tents yeah my boy is pitching tents dude call it skid row because he is pitching tents pitching many many a tent um okay what about so no cinnamon rolls then cinnamon rolls kind of a different thing because there's a huge nostalgia factor in my head cinnamon rolls like as a child it was like a huge treat surprise yeah. You know, cinnamon rolls, that kind of gets me going a little bit. Dude, when you, like, if your mom would start making breakfast in the morning, and then, like, you woke up to the smell of a cinnamon roll. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be the best fucking day of your life. <laughs> it's going to be a good day. It means I'm going two for three with a double, with two doubles. That's oh, yeah, the, there that's you just, go. That's just get, Max get, Billy right get there. Them, get them four total and, bases, babe. And I'm throwing somebody out at third. There you go. That's a great day. That's a cinnamon roll day. So I think the Reds can catch the Padres for sure. Uh, I don't know about the Brewers. They just keep fucking winning. Yeah, what an insane conversation to have. Like, what if you said that to us in February? I would. F- I'd run into traffic. I'd I mean, be like, just Fuck being you. like, yeah, we're gonna be, you know, going after it with the Padres. Yeah, for that like, wild what? card spot. Huh? Like, what do you mean? Why aren't the Padres in first place? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You mean the Giants are thirty-three games over five hundred? You're kidding me. I mean, truly, has there been a bigger kind of like anomaly than that in recent history no i mean it's just i mean they were picked by a lot of people to come in either fourth or last place and they have the best record in the league and it's not really close makes no sense yeah it's wild they just they they just played the numbers right and picked the right dudes that people they were they were mimicking what the dodgers did yeah with the chris taylor the muncie move yeah. you know what i mean just like go to athletes 
Right. Yeah, just get athletes in your jersey. Yeah, I'm going to go pick up Yastrem- Mikey Stremski. He's a 30-year-old prospect who's never really figured it out. Oh, he's figured it out. Yeah, boom, figured. Figured out. Speaking of figure, I figured Jesse should just hit one out of the out of the yard here. That'd be really nice. Kind of lighten the load. Make it a two-run game. God damn it, I want to win this game. I very much would like to win this game. Uh, One last thing, and then we can just go upstairs and watch this game. Uh, I want to... I wonder what you think of this. What is your interest in the Field of Dreams game that is happening tomorrow night? Uh, minimal. Okay. Minimal. I think it's a really cool idea. I like the idea um, for the sport, but it's not, it is not a move for the younger generation of fans. No. I mean, this is for 65-year-olds and their sons who watch this watched that movie with their dad correct like that is the part of me that i am really into it but mm-hmm. as far as like oh this is moving the needle it's not no i mean it's like it, if anything it's like regressive it's not moving us into the future as a game it's move it's like no but this movie right you know i mean i i think it's cool i love it i love the idea that they like turn it into a real fucking stadium yeah like there's like it's like omaha-esque sure like i do like the idea of it i think i think it's cool but it doesn't like move a huge needle for me he i agree with it not like that way like who it's targeting and all this stuff right because i don't even think i i mean i've seen field of dreams but it's never a baseball movie that stands out to me it stands out for me just because the end scene where they're playing catch with these kevin costner and his dead dad right that gets me. I get it. I've watched that movie a lot with my dad, Mike, and so I fucking love that movie. Yeah. I'm not being a Debbie Downer. I just look at it and I'm just like, oh, cool, okay. a game in Iowa. Neat. I looked at the tickets. It's $1,400 a ticket when I checked last Saturday. $1,400 to get there or for the ticket, $954 for the flight, and then you have to drive an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. So that's like. It's a $3,000 day. Diehards. Right. It's an expensive, it's a very expensive day. Here is why it excites me. Because that they're looking to do baseball in different venues to create interest. Like, remember when they played in London? Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. Uh, they had to change the field. I'm like, that's pretty neat. This is a pretty cool thing that they, in the middle of nowhere, they've decided to the ship Yankees the Yankees here. and the White Sox to go play in the cornfield to recreate no, I this like, moment. I like the energy behind it. Now, here's my pitch. Here's what I would want to see next. I want them to play on an exact replica of the field from Sandlot. Sure. Imagine Make it cooler than fanfare. Field of Dreams. Yeah. For sure. For I sure. think this is a start to gauge interest, and then you're going to get baseball played in a lot more weird places, and that's going to generate excitement. Yeah, I do like the idea of baseball being played in weird places. I'll give you that. I like that. I like that idea of just kind of trying to diversify it a little bit. Yeah. Go play, like... Figure out a way to go make it happen. Set up some fucking shit-ass cheap bleachers. Make it a limited event, but make sure that it is watched nationally. Like, if you're housing it on Fox, on, on you know, uh, network television, that's a huge deal. Yeah. I mean, that's enough to to draw people in. Like, oh, that's cool. They're playing, they're, they're, they're playing on the Sandlot. And field. I agree they're with pl- that, but, like, it's not going to work in a point where somebody, a casual... Turns on and is like, oh, they're playing in Iowa. That's cool. I'm going to watch the Braves-Indians game tomorrow. Sure. You know, it's like, 
they'll watch the next gimmick game. Sure. So maybe that's good. I mean, just like what the NHL does with their outdoor games. Where they're series. playing at like New York Stadium and shit. Yeah, they're playing at Yankee Stadium and, and then it's cold and they've got the the rink set up where they played like on Lake Placid. Like that was pretty cool. Yeah, no, there's some cool things to do. I just, uh, baseball is another weird Tahoe. one because it's not like you could go and make a baseball field out of at Paul Brown Stadium. Sure. You know, like sure. you, it, it's a hard field to replicate. You can turn a soccer field into a football field easily. Yes. You can, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Baseball is just a little different dimensions. I don't know where it goes unless they're just like building new stadiums <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. And then it's like, well, that's not smart. No, this then is just dumb. put a team in Grand Rapids or whatever. Right. Like, you know, I don't know. I mean, maybe Iowa is close to Nebraska. Maybe you can like. Mix in the College World Series somehow with that field. That'd be cool. Or like some sort of super regional. Or there's like, you know, like there's professional baseball that is, or there's a, a baseball culture that's growing in Germany, like Max Kepler's from there. There's right. like a influx of, there's starting to become German-born players coming right. to the States. Right, you it more often. Then send them to the, one of those fields in Germany. Yeah. Send them all over the fucking world. How cool as fuck would that be? Yeah, I would like that. Instead of an exhibition, make it a real fucking deal. Like, it was pretty cool when the Mariners went over and played Japan. I was about to say, go to Asia. Go to Japan. Go to South Korea. That would be like go awesome. to fucking Japan and like send your send the Bronx Bombers to Japan to fucking play the Hiroshima Dragons or whatever. That'd be that'd that be would, cool if see, they did that, that again. Really moves the needle worldwide. Yes, where the Field of Dreams is more just catering to the people that you already have. Correct. Which you got to do that too. Sure, but it you know it's I'm interested. I'll definitely watch. Like yeah. it'll be cool to take that in. Right, guy hits it into the corn. That's sick. Agreed. You know, that's fucking dope to see Joey Gallup. Did he? a Oh, yeah. That's a Joey single. says, Joey refuses to die, man. And Winker to third with All right, two moves. outs. Hit one out of the fucking park. Dude, those three, the three doubles were awesome, but he needs to do something in this moment. He needs to have a... You know what? Moose needs to have a signature Reds moment. He does. And this is one of them. And he doesn't have one yet. But if he were to hit a home run now, welcome you are a red. You are a red. So no, I get it, but there's also the saying it's it's uh you make more money keeping a client than going out and getting a new one. That's a good point. So that's why they're doing I bet we'll see a pretty good that spike. That is a good point, but the problem is that we're not getting any new clients. Agreed. So you're not having a kind of a new flux. So I totally understand. I'm with you. I'm just trying to think of like what cool the right places. move would be. Like what would make it cool? How do you appeal to some of these young kids? You do what the NFL did with the Nickelodeon broadcast. Yeah. You get kind of find a way to get their their interest in. Yeah. You also you let like, their superstars be superstars. Major League Baseball, Rick and Morty takeover. Oh my God, fuck that! <laughs> if that were to happen, I'd be like, no, thank you. What if? Oh, here we go. What if we? Oh God, I just thought about that. Hey Morty, uh, um, do you I not just, like Rick and Morty? I like Rick and Morty, but that would be one of those things where I'm like, enough. You don't, you you don't watched, want those fans. When was the last time you watched Rick and Morty on television? Like, you sat down and was like, I watched Adult Swim because I did it recently. Yeah, because every fucking commercial has their their fucking faces in it. Like Wendy's, like all. Oh it's, yeah, it's like wild. Oh, they're huge. It's, they're a gigantic big show. It, it, be cool to see like teams play. Little except like you really want to appeal to the youth in your city. Yeah, have them have the Yankees and Mets 
play at the best high school facility in the state oh, in yeah. New York. You know what I'm saying? That'd be cool. Like that would be really cool if the Reds went and played the Indians at Moeller's Field. That'd be so cool. And, but I mean, then you're talking like what five thousand dollar tickets? Of course. Or you don't. It's not some big cash grab. If you're really about it, about it, you fucking just bring in the kids. Yeah, and you. What about the Reds RBI team winning the whole fucking thing? That was awesome. That's sick. With Joey Votto giving them the most encouragement. Joe Morgan founded it, and they won and got their fucking trophy on Joe Morgan Day. That's that was so beautiful. Cool. That was it's incredible a cool thing. I mean, that kind of stuff is what propels the game forward. Yeah, it's like bring some of these young kids in. I think it's less than six percent of Major League Baseball are American-born Black people. Yes, that is. Like a tiny, tiny, tiny minority. It's astounding because they go in to play football. They could play basketball. Yeah, where you can just be rich and get playing time after you get drafted. And it's also a cheaper sport to get in, well involved with with both ends. Yeah, it's so goddamn expensive to go and be like, well, if you want to be good at baseball, I need a you're bat. Six. I need a glove. Okay, you're six. You're turning seven. Cool. You got your bat, your glove. You got everything. Great. You got to go practice. You got to go to the specialized facility. You got to go to the batting cages. That costs a lot of money. Oh, also, if you're really good, you got to go play double ABC baseball. So I you was get about to noticed. say, don't forget that you got to play eleven months a year. Yeah, you have to. You got to travel during the summer. You got to travel during the fall. It really takes a lot of people out of it. Yep. I mean, I you know we grew up playing baseball. It's like I, we both came from. Uh, successful, but you know, humble homes. It's not sure. like our parents were making five hundred grand a year. No, dude, the amount of money that Mike and Molly shelled out so that Stephen and I could play baseball all summer—I mean, it's literally like it was a decision to live in a bigger house or have your kids play baseball. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's that's fucking crazy. My parents straight up were like, "Nope, we can't." I mean, I I I I um, I tried out for a few. And then, like, my parents saw the price tag after, like, I was got called back for the second round, and they yeah. were just like, "Oh, what? Yeah, no, sorry, we don't we can't have thirty five hundred dollars. No, we can't afford that. And travel? Yeah, plus no. travel. Plus, yeah, nope, can't do it. And Moose does not have his signature moment. Moose does not have his signature moment. Strike out five two Reds down three going into the bottom of the seventh. So we're gonna need some theatrics, baby. We're gonna need it. So let's round third and head for home, shall we? Um, I have a show tomorrow night at the American Sign Museum, which is why we released this today. The show is at seven thirty. Doors open at seven. I'm hosting. I'm doing a hot five up top, and then there's a bunch of great comics on the show. So come out to that. And if you're in the Dayton area, Friday, Saturday night, I will be at Wiley's Comedy Joint with the one and only Chris Seamer. I'll be middling there. So come and check that out i'm very excited to do a weekend a full weekend at wiley's um it's gonna be great it's the oldest comedy club in ohio it's fantastic i love it and i am very excited and then thursday is high grain brewing next yeah, thursday eight days get yourself to high grain man tickets on sale right now at highgrainbrewing.com Yep. Got an excellent lineup coming out there for you. Plus, you get to see the new nasty boys that's uh, live and in the flesh and shout out danny Shout him out, or, or not, Danny? Uh, what was her name? The, uh, elite, the the friend. She listens to the pod all the time. She oh came yeah, to Danny. Danny. You were right. I thought. Hi, Danny. Danny Ferris. Thank you for coming. And uh, yeah, your fiance. I can't remember his name, but Kyle. He, Kyle. He was very nice too. Yes, he looks like a guy who used to play professional baseball. He totally does. He's got that fucking good jawline. Very good. He's you a handsome man. Used to play. He's currently on the bereavement list. Did he used to play? 
Or no, he just looks I'm talking like that. about, I'm saying he looks like Trevor Bauer. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah. He does kind of look like Trevor Bauer. He looks spot on. Hands, more handsome. I call him Trevor sometimes to his there face. There you go. It's pretty fun. Um, but definitely that. Um, and then that's what I have on the calendar. Then I'm like out of town traveling being a little naughty boy the other weekends fuck yeah dude get what, after it what uh what do you what do you got what do you got what do you got to plug i am at stand up live in huntsville this friday and saturday down in alabama nice um space but, camp yeah space camp gonna go down there try to get on a rocket go to space get out of here dude and then yeah come back in town got the hub on monday baby high grain on thursday what a week more to come oh tuesday five points comedy showcase five points park who else on that don't know can i do a spot yes i'm doing a spot <laughs> tuesday next tuesday at five points park in east walnut hills so definitely come check that out um the reds are gonna keep winning they're gonna come back and they're gonna do this they're gonna come complete the comeback They've got bottom seven. They can do it. I like it, man. I like our chances. I like my odds. That's all we got. So, as we love always, you guys. we love you. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you to Sports Drink for, for being there for us. Thank you to Spotify Green Room for being excellent sponsors. And again, thank you for listening. And as always, go Red Legs. And stay nasty, why don't you? So goddamn nasty. Ah. <sighs> The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And... Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.